whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, 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 or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Welcome to Whatever You Do. Hi, guys. This is the first episode of Whatever You Do. Kind of. Not to be confused with the other three first episodes we've recorded. What Abby means is we are brand new to this whole podcast thing, and we've had some technical difficulties, some difficulties with ourselves <laughs> and we've recorded our first episode multiple times and we're just gonna be real honest here and let you know we've already re- recorded episodes two three and four but apparently there was something in episode one that just well it was really just that we didn't want to make you have to listen to the terrible sound quality yep so we decided to re-record it and here we are. So, Danny, tell me about yourself. I'm Danny. I am married to Chip. We have been married for 13 and a half years, and we have eight children. Um, we have a girl, Kenzie, who's 11. And almost. Almost 12. She'll be 12 in less than a month. Then we have Riken, who is a boy, who is 10. We have twin boys, Emery and Casey, who just turned nine. We have Brinley, who is our fifth child. She turned seven two days ago. Then we have Titus, who's five. Archer, who is three. And Dietrich, who we call Deke, and he is one. And I have this really awesome next door neighbor who lives in the house literally next door. Since sometimes when you tell people you have a next door neighbor, they don't actually believe you that (laughs) they live next door. (laughs) And that is Abby. Yes, I'm Abby. I've been married to my high school sweetheart for 11 years. Tim is his name, and we have five children. My oldest is Gracelyn, and she is eight. And then I have Cade, who's a boy, and he is six. And then I have Selah, who is four. And then I have Calvary, who is two. He'll be three next month. And then I have Arrow, who is a couple days away from his first birthday. That's your kids. Mm Mm-hmm. So... We homeschool. Both of us homeschool our children. And we have been friends for five years. So we've been next door neighbors for two years. Yes. In a crazy series of events God orchestrated, we got to become next door neighbors, which has been a huge blessing in our lives. It's really been incredible to just see the details of what God did to allow us to be next door neighbors and then just what the last two years have has been. It really... Sometimes we forget how... Abnormal our life is. 
Not just with a lot of children. That was a a whole complete sentence spoken half by me and half by Abby. (laughs) In case you're wondering. That happened Um, a lot. Yes. Uh, Then the other even crazier part was that within just a couple of weeks of Tim and Abby putting an offer on the house next to us and that being accepted, another good friend of ours was able to put an offer on the house five doors down the street in the other direction, but the same side of the street. Um, They have six kids and homeschool and... We all go to the same church. So we have had a lot of fun with our 19 children, 11 and under the past two years. Mm -hmm. So they moved in within like two weeks of you guys. Yep. Which was really great. So we do a lot of meals together. We do a lot of life together. And through that, we've been able to just spend a lot of time as friends folding a load of laundry and talking out different hard questions that we're mulling over in our life. And we've said multiple times over the last few years of we should just be recording this for a podcast that one day we said we'd start. And why do we feel like... We should record ourselves talking about things while we fold a load of laundry for our podcast. It's not because we have anything figured out. No. But we have the unique ability to be able to have these conversations and ask each other hard questions and play devil's advocate with just how we're applying um, the biblical principles that we believe in our life and how even we do some, some things differently, but just challenging each other in that. Yeah, we get to bounce things off of each other and have discussions that we think are important to have. Um, We originally started out and we felt like there was a lack of podcasts that were biblically based podcasts surrounding the topic of birth and natural childbirth, how God created the process of pregnancy and birth to unfold and originally we had a heart for doing that to doing a podcast that right um centered around that and ultimately this podcast will focus a lot on the topics of pregnancy birth postpartum care and different decisions and options we face in each of these stages of life, um, but we didn't want to be exclusively talking about birth because there's so many more things that come up in our lives that we felt like we might want to talk about. So we're hopeful that in this podcast, women will be able to have different perspectives thrown at them and really take time to think things through and be intentional about decision-making and not just do things because it's what they've grown up knowing or, well, this is how the women in my life have done it before me and I'm just going to go along with it, but being intentional about decisions that they're making. But we also felt like it was really important to lay a groundwork of the biblical principles and um, beliefs that we are holding as we approach these things. And we also felt like it was important to 
talk out with our husbands. I know we talked out individually with our husbands on what we thought for our podcast and what they their opinions were on it and um, felt like we wanted to kind of just lay out a foundation of biblically where we're coming from. Definitely not an exhaustive one. These are just maybe a few of the main points that we wanted to highlight. But the first one, um, I think that is important to um, be the primary one that we discuss is the mystery of God's sovereignty and man's responsibility and what that looks like in a lot of different decisions that we have to make in our life, um, but also what that looks like in birth of God being sovereign over um, birth and the details and outcomes that happen, but also man's responsibility in making choices and having discernment and wisdom and those choices that they make. Yeah, I think that we focus a lot on p- potential outcomes regarding birth, and we have started to believe that we have control over what those outcomes will be. And the mystery is that we do have responsibility and there are somehow choices that we make do influence Mm -hmm. things. I say somehow, I mean, obviously God created it for our decisions to influence outcomes. But at the same time, he is the creator. He's sovereign over all things he can protect us from things even when we're making bad decisions he can bless us with different outcomes even when that shouldn't be the outcome um sometimes we do everything quote unquote right and it's still not the outcome we were expecting or looking for right and god uses hard things for our sanctification um, to be able to bless others. There's there's a lot of reasons, and sometimes we don't know the reasons that God has for why things happen the way they do, but we know that we can trust Him and that He's faithful. So really acknowledging God's sovereignty over all things while we work out our responsibility in the yeah. choices we make is a huge part of what we want this to, to be. And what we are still going to be working through and talking about in our lives. We're, we're just choosing to do that in an open way on this podcast. Again, not because we think we've arrived at all the right answers. We really are confused about, I mean, at this point, I have eight children. I've been through seven pregnancies and deliveries, and you have five. Neither of us are pregnant right now. And we often have discussions about, I don't know what my next pregnancy will look like, what my next choices will look like surrounding birth. And so we definitely don't have this, oh, well, now that I've done it this many times, I've got it all figured out and this is the best way and we think everyone should do it like this. And I think sometimes it might come across that way or sometimes people might um, just assume that because we've done something a certain way or because we've changed our minds and Mm -hmm. gone in different directions that they just know that that's what we think everyone should do. But um, we're really hoping to, that's kind of one of the myths we're hoping to dispel is that there is just this right way all the time. Because there's not. Right. Yeah. So. And I think the other 
myth is that there's somehow an option you can choose that risk isn't involved. Yes. And that's a myth because there's there's risk in any decision you make regarding birth and just regarding any choice you make in life in general. That there's going to be risks that you're going to have to weigh um, as you weigh different decisions regarding a pregnancy or birth. And um, But the idea that you're not going to face risk in one scenario. Ultimately, we face risk when we get in our car and drive to the store we could get in a car accident and we are willing to face that risk because it's important that we get to the store to buy whatever we're needing to buy Mm -hmm. and um and people view the risks differently and they make different choices and that doesn't mean that one is not acknowledging that their choice still holds a risk right um so another biblical principle that we wanted to make sure was understood from the beginning was that we believe that men and women are created equally but that they are created distinctly and that they are given different roles Mm -hmm. so we look at genesis 2 verses starting in verse 18 and it says then the lord god said it is not good that the man should be alone i will make a helper fit for him Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he brought, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So we believe that it's important to remember that God created man and then created a helper and a companion for man, and that their bodies are different, that their roles are different. Eve was the mother of people she was created very distinctly to be mm-hmm. able to carry children and and even give after the birth. fall and the curse they were given two different there's two different curses there right so we know that this is a controversial idea unfortunately even in the church it's becoming more and more controversial but we unapologetically hold to the idea that men and women are equal in their value before the Lord and we're all um, made in in God's image and we're not worth less, but we are different and we have distinct roles that we're given as women that we don't hold, um, that men don't hold and that it's a gift to be feminine and it's a gift to be masculine for men and that we should... Um, glorify God in these genders that he has created us to be. Um, Kind of 
leading out of that, we also would hold to the principle that in as you're married that women are to submit to and respect their husbands and I know that can get kind of uh, misrepresented sometimes but hopefully as we talk through in different podcasts you'll be able to know our perspective more but that is based out of Uh, um, Ephesians 5 Um, I'm going to read that chunk of Ephesians 5 starting at verse 15 and through the end of the chapter there Um, It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reference for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh." This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So, that is a huge foundational passage that we can look to, not only regarding husbands and wives and the order we see that God has uh, created for the family just in their relationship. Mm -hmm. But also in that first section, I think that that's a huge key part of another reason why we are doing this podcast of um, wanting to really make the most of our time, wanting to think carefully about our decisions, wanting to walk carefully and... Mm -hmm. um, But... We don't want to lead women to make decisions or choices outside of their husband's counsel. Right. Um, we see opinions and encouragement oftentimes online in different groups we're in where women will ask other women, what should I do about this? And like an example would be, what should I do? Because my husband really, really doesn't want to do a home birth and only wants to birth in the hospital. And it's hard for us to see other women saying, 
well, your husband doesn't matter at all. And you need to just tell him to get on board with whatever you want to do or you're going to leave. These are not ways that you approach these things Mm -hmm. as a Christian, as a godly woman. um, Our husband's opinions on things should be the first place that we are going Mm -hmm. um, other than obviously to God. And we should be going to God with our husbands. That's really Mm -hmm. how we should be handling so many of these decisions and it's not to say obviously that getting other perspectives and counsel and thinking through things with people is wrong otherwise we wouldn't be doing this podcast because obviously we're going to share our perspectives and our thoughts and our opinions but it's really important that as wives we take to heart our husband's Mm -hmm. uh, wisdom and guidance on things even when we feel that they aren't at the same place as us even when we um feel they might not understand us fully Mm -hmm. um we need to be obedient to christ right so that's another huge principle we wanted to just make sure was set from the beginning and that anyone listening knew where we stood on um, that I think the other principle we want to talk about is just even though it seems obvious to us that we want to lay it perfectly clear and that is that we believe that salvation comes through Christ alone and that it is a gift that God grants and that um, apart from him we can't believe it. We don't believe that you somehow are more righteous or holy based on decisions you make or ways that you do things because ultimately our righteousness is only found in Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ's righteousness is what covers us and we are thankful for that. And um, not only did he die to pay the penalty for our sins, but then we inherit his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And that is how we stand justified before God. And even our belief is a gift from him. Um, So as we talk about decisions and choices and things, we want it to be very clear that we in no way believe that doing things a certain way somehow is earning you righteousness and and um, somehow sanctifying you to be holy before God because of the choice that you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultimately, God's word is a standard, not our feelings as women, not our cultural, not what the norm is around us, what other people are doing, but God's word. Yes. So we will be quick to look to scripture for how to handle these things. But we also recognize that so many choices in our lives, it's not just clearly spelled out. Mm -hmm. You should do this. It's a balance of learning the biblical principles that Mm -hmm. we find in God's word and then seeking to apply them in ways that bring him glory Mm -hmm. and honor and are obedient to him. But that can play out in a lot of different ways. And there are a lot of different methods that we can do that can um, be the way that we live out our belief about a principle in God's Mm -hmm. word. So believers can hold to the same biblical principle um, and have just different methods in which that they 
and different convictions that that God has Mm -hmm. put on their hearts as to what that looks like for their life. Right. So what would an example of that, of a biblical principle be? Um, We could have a biblical principle that women are to be modest. And for one woman, that might look like that she believes that God has convicted her to wear long skirts and never wear pants because she believes that it is modest for her to do so. But in another woman's life, she might not that might she might still hold to the belief that God's word instructs women to be mm-hmm. modest, mm-hmm. but that might mean I don't know, wearing tank tops and shorts. Right. That she still feels comfortable and believes that she's modest in, Mm -hmm. but it might not look the same as the woman who's wearing the long skirts. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that both women aren't standing before the Lord, wrestling with these issues, trying to seek to apply them in their Mm -hmm. lives, but they could look very different. And we need to be careful to remember that we aren't the judge. Mm -hmm. God is the judge. And, but yet I think one thing we've talked a lot about is that at the same time, we notice sometimes a lack of being able to bring up hard topics and challenge our thinking on them because we're afraid of coming across as too judgmental or stepping on people's toes or offending people. And our goal in this is not to be offensive. We, We care about women. We care about these decisions. We understand the difficulty that it is to make different decisions. There are so many circumstances that go into so many of our choices in life, and we don't want to neglect that. But at the same time, we know that there are things that we've changed our mind about because people were willing to talk about and bring up when it wasn't hard. It was hard conversations. It wasn't Mm -hmm. easy. Yeah. So this is just kind of a preview of the things we're going to be talking about. Just a little introduction as to who we are and where we're coming from, from a spiritual standpoint. And we know there's a lot that we didn't even scratch the surface of. Yes. But we, our hope is that it'll come out more in different episodes and different topics that we have. And yeah, we're basically probably most of the time going to be kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And not one of really. us will probably not have a clue what the other one's going to bring up to talk about and should be fun hope you can hang with us (laughs) (laughs) bye